Hey everyone, I'm so excited. Today is a really great day. We are going to start the study of Psalms. If you check out on the podcast, we have the book of Luke entirely finished. If you want to study through it with us, we'll be happy to have you. But today we're in Psalms, so we're going to talk about the basic, the introduction to it. First, the author. There are two aspects when it comes to authorship that we need to consider with Psalms. Authorship of individual Psalms and then the arrangement of all the Psalms into one book. The individual Psalms were composed by many different people throughout the span of Israel's history. We get the names of many of these authors from the titles of the Psalms. Of the 150 psalms, 116 of them have titles, and of these 116 with titles, 100 have names attached to them. Here's the breakdown. 73 psalms are attributed to David, the second king of Israel. Three psalms, Psalm 39, 62, and 77, are attributed to Jeduthun, a Levite that was appointed as the director of music. You can read about that in 1 Chronicles 16, 41, and 42. Also, 25, 1, and 6, and 2 Chronicles 5, 12. Twelve psalms, Psalm 50 and Psalms 73 through 83, are credited to Asaph, a priest in music and one of David's choir masters. You can read about that in 1 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 39, chapter 15, verse 17, and 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 12. Ten Psalms, Psalm 42, Psalms 45 through 49, Psalms 84 and 85, and Psalm 87 and 88 are attributed to the sons of Korah, descendants of Kohath, who served in the temple as musicians. Read about that in 1 Chronicles 6.22. Two of the Psalms, 72 and 127, are credited to Solomon, that's the son of David, and the third king of Israel, and one Psalm, that's Psalm 90, to Moses, the writer of the Pentateuch. One psalm, Psalm 88, is attributed to He-Man, a sage. You see that in 1 Kings 4.31. And Psalm 89 is the one psalm attributed to Ethan, a counselor for Solomon. Read about him in 1 Kings 4.31. Fifty psalms are anonymous, but they are traditionally ascribed to Ezra, the prophet. Okay, what about bringing all these individual psalms together? Many of these were probably kept as collections, and the collections were divided into five books by an editor after the exile of Judah. We really do not know why there are five books. Some have suggested the arrangement follows a historical timeline. Others have said that it was meant to mirror the Pentateuch and that it also has five books. The truth is, we really just don't know. The next aspect of the Psalms is when was it written, the date. The individual psalms span a good portion of Israelite history. The compilation of the entire book was done sometime after the exile, 538 BC. The Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Bible, shows us that this book was in its final form by 250 BC. Who was it written to? The people of Israel and, as always, to us. The provenance, where was it written? primarily in Israel. Now, what is its contents? What are the purpose of this book? This book touches on pretty much everything. Peace, war, worship, depression, judgment, 
prophecy, praise, anger, joy, and so much more. The psalmist expresses their feelings and thoughts to God. They are filled with praise and prayer. All emotions are covered here. These psalms call the reader to praise God in all situations. They speak to the heart and then transform it, pointing us to God no matter what our circumstances are. The next thing we'll look at is the special topics that are included in the psalms. Psalms is the longest book in the Bible. What is a psalm exactly? It is actually a song, a poem, or a prayer to God. This book of psalms also has the longest chapter, chapter 119, and the shortest chapter, 117, in the Bible. This book is called Sefer Tehillim in Hebrew, which means Book of Praises. These psalms were typically songs. What about poetic form? Nine of the psalms, Psalm 9, 10, 25, 34, 37, 111, 112, 119, and 145 are acrostics, which means each line or section starts with a letter in the Hebrew alphabet and goes in the order of their alphabet. The psalms use acrostics, metaphors, personification, word pictures, various types of parallelism, and many other poetic devices. Unlike in English, there's no obvious rhyme or meter in Hebrew poetry. There are also many classifications of the various psalms. There are three umbrella types typically used to sort psalms, praise, lament, and wisdom. However, there are other classifications in addition to the main three. We have royal psalms. They ask God to bring, I'm sorry, to bless the king since God has chosen him. You can see that in 2, 20, 21, 45, 72, 89, 110, 132, and 144. We also have wisdom psalms that encourage the reader to t avoid taking the wrong path in life, and those are 1, 37, 45, 49, and 73. Nature psalms praise God for his beautiful creation. Psalm 8, 19, 29, 65, and 104 are examples of those. Praise psalms praise God almost as if face to face. They call others to praise him too. There's quite a few of these, 33, 47, 48, 66, 76, 81, 89, 90, 95, 96, 98, 200. That's not a psalm. <laughs> <laughs> 100, I think. I think that should be 100. <laughs> we just added our own psalm. No, I'm just kidding. Psalm 100, 103, 111 through 113. 117, 134, 135, 145 through 150. We also see penitential psalms, which express sorrow for sin with a desire for forgiveness. Those are Psalm 32 and Psalm 51. Psalms of confidence express confidence or faith in God. Psalm 11, 16, 23, 27, 37, 73, 91, and 121. National psalms concern issues that had to do with Israel. We see Psalm 80 and Psalm 85 as an example. Lamentation psalms, usually filled with sorrow and distress, a cry out to God, such as Psalm 6, 12, 13, 17, 
18, 22, 42, and 43, and 69. Thanksgiving psalms declare gratitude and happiness, such as Psalm 30, 34, 92, 105, 107, and 118. Imprecatory psalms call God to be just and judge the ungodly. Psalm 28, 58, 109, and 137 are good examples of imprecatory psalms. There's really no timeline for the psalms. The outline of the psalms, uh, there is a good uh, resource called uh, BibleProject.com. Uh, it gives a really good video, and also if you want a, a PDF or image, um, it's really, really good uh, resource for that. Um, but for now, uh, this is the end of the introduction. We hope you stay with us through Psalms, even though it is the longest book. Uh, but it will be a an emotional roller coaster, all of it being pointed towards God. And we hope you'll join us. <laughs>